Hello, my beautiful people. I'm Cry Baby, and this is Blues Ass, and we are the Gets. It's a it's a very rainy Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, Super night. Bowl. So it's <laughs> like um, it's nine forty four p.m. while we're recording this, and let's let's give it a little check. See, let's see this. Oh shit! Well. No score in sight, but yeah, she's keeping track of that because I'm not. I was just here for our baby Riri's performance. That's it. And I must say, our girl looked fucking beautiful in the all red. Okay, so right now it is 35 Chiefs, uh, 27 Eagles. Looked like they about to get in the second Super Bowl. And I told you that they, the they Chiefs gonna were going to come back. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes because we were born on the same day, the exact same day, September 17th, 1995, shouts out. Because Mandy definitely was saying like, yeah, I think the Eagles got this one. I was like, girl, when she told me to score first, and that was in what, the first quarter? And so I was like, "Mm, they got plenty of time to come back. And it wasn't a big difference. So I'm like, they can just. Bounce that ass back. I'm about to bounce back. I mean, basically, I was just, I was just going off of that TikTok. Basically, it was supposed to be like 37 to 34. She been a TikTok brain. Yeah, of course. I mean, TikTok, Mm -hmm. they be predicting a whole lot of shit. So, you know, that's why motherfuckers is stealing kids on TikTok and in real life. And they teach you how to how to actually steal from stores now. See, you y'all see doing that? too much. Y'all need to go get y'all some money and stop fucking thieving. Like, that shit is not cute. I told. But how was um your week last week? Uh, it was a long ass week. It was shitty as fuck. Um, I mean, it was okay. Of course, I performed like I was supposed to. Today, of course, they called me into work, which I knew they were going to do because I was just like, oh, okay, it was going to be busy yesterday. They had about seven cases. Today ended up being like five cases. When I was watching your story, you only said three. Yeah, it was only three. At oh, first, when I came in, they up. added two more. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And it was like two two major cases, basically. But... Yeah, um, you know, that comes with the life of working in fucking the medical field. It's annoying Hospitals. as fuck, but, but, you know, I really enjoy the, the work that I do and the people that I help. I enjoy being recognized for me actually helping the providers and stuff like that. So, like, whenever they be like, oh, thank you so much for your help, stuff like that. You know, or, you know, if they want to grease my little pockets during, you know, Christmas time. Yes, I love that too, which they did the previous Christmas time. And I appreciate them. For That's that. what I miss about Marriott. I was looking at one of my old videos. You know how your memories come up on Facebook or like on Instagram. But this mm-hmm. one was on Facebook. And this I had time, saw that ago, when I was working, you know, the extended stay hotel. So I don't know if you guys are all familiar with extended stay hotels. It's pretty much like, um, I would say with our hotel, it was a lot of government workers. They come in and stay like months at a time, go back home, come back. So 
it was usual faces. So you got to build relationships with all these people and their families and stuff because sometimes they'll bring their family with them. And they used to give me gifts. And they had, one of them one time for Christmas gave me like $30 in a card. They would give me wine. They would give me beer. <laughs> like, they was I, like, I, I know fucking this loved I my know. job. Yes, because I used to talk to them every day. And I loved it because I really built bonds with our customers. Like, you saw their faces all the time. You knew them by name. It was beautiful. And then watching, like, especially if they had their kids with them, watching their kids grow up, it was just amazing. You just used to love being at the front desk, even though it could be stressful. But it was like, damn, I'm making a change. Like, they love coming in here every day, seeing my face at this front desk. So it made me happy. And at times, I really missed that discount. But a lot of people did make the job very difficult because they felt, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not privileged, but what's the word? Oh, God, what is that like word? Like setting their ways or... Not set in their ways, but okay, because you know, with Marriott, it's like levels. You got like basic, and then what was the highest one? It's when like you spend over 100 nights per year with the company. Entitled. Thank you. Yes. So a lot of them felt very entitled. So they felt they like you can go somewhere and automatically get an upgrade. If we don't have the availability, how am I going to upgrade you to something I don't have? First of all, I appreciate your loyalty, but why would I give you an upgrade and someone's paying all this money for it when I would give it to you for free? Exactly. And in majority of the time, these people, okay, they're paying their for their stay, but they're getting reimbursed by the company. So technically you're not paying for the stay. So that's the only reason why you had the status. So just shut your fat mouth wide ass open. Well, I probably said that the wrong way. But regardless of the situation, I'm just trying to say shut your ass up. And just be more mindful of what people can be going through. Um, don't be an ass. Because a lot of you motherfuckers used to come to the desk and be a complete ass. And I used to have to smile, tap my little foot, and breathe. So I wouldn't lose my job. Because... I have bills to pay. And um, y'all tried it. Because if I catch you on the street, it'd be a whole nother story. But because I had on that goddamn gray blazer or black uh, blazer with the black pants or jeans with the white shirt, you thought you could play with me. No, baby. Catch me on the street. I'm not going to fuck up the money. I'm going to be very professional, but still check you. In a professional way. And that's the thing about like having superiors mm-hmm. and like um, having to answer to somebody and then having to deal with customers. Like, I mean, I don't deal with like customer service directly, but um, I deal with patients. So, yes, I have to deal with the patient also. And then on top of that, I have to deal with the provider. So I have to get whatever they need for that patient for that case deal with them before during 
and after the case. So it's just like, it, it can be, it can be very tough when you don't know what personality that you're dealing with until you like actually learn the person and like you're, you're working with them for like X amount of time. And it's just like, oh, okay, so I know how this person works. I know what they want. I know what they need. I'm gonna just get it for them. Like right then and there. I already know what they're about That's to That snap was hard as shit. Hmm? That snap was hard as shit. That it, in my job of field, yes, it is. For me, dealing with those personalities, it is. Because like- Your they, snap? Huh? No, I was talking about your snap. Like oh, finger oh, okay. snap. I'm like, that's- <laughs> I missed it completely. The snap was hard as shit. But that um, was like- But yeah, it's like- a lot of them, they'll be asking for shit that's already in the room. And it's just like, you don't even know where to look for that. So I'm like, okay, look in, look in this drawer. It should be there. If it's not there, then like, damn, my coworkers, are, coworkers didn't do their job. They right. spent all their money to not really know how to do their job. Fair. No, that's some real shit. Because when I think about it, I'm like, I really was considering going to nursing school when really the nurses really is the doctor. The doctors just come in there and just give you a quick rundown and leave. They do some quick ass assessment. Mm -hmm. You have more interactions with the nurses before the doctors. Granted, I am living proof. You guys know from last episode, I just told you that I just got the hospital. I literally interacted with the nurses daily, all day. Saw my doctor probably like... Once or twice. Yeah, throughout the day, like... It was once throughout the day or probably every other day. But then you also got to think, like, how many patients do they have? I don't know. See, and that's too. Like, we don't know the workload. But at the same time, the nurses be putting in that work for all that. Y'all might as well be paying them on a doctor level. And that's why if I was to ever become, like, a nurse, which I'm... That's not in my future. Yeah, me Don't either. want to become a nurse. I'm not. But like, I would never, that. ever in my life want to be a floor nurse. Me working in the operating room, I would rather be a circulator in the operating room as opposed to a floor nurse because you'll have like one case at a time unless you're like uh, relieving somebody so they can like go home or take their break or whatnot. But like, you'll have like one patient at a time as opposed to like four or five at a time. Like, that's a lot to deal with. And then, like, I feel like things can, like, fall at the waistline. And then you're not paying close attention to that one patient that you need to pay pay the most attention to. And then, you know, shit can just go left. It can. A lot of medical shit happens. Well, we definitely went into the rabbit hole because we did not talk about my week. I asked you about yours. Oh, yeah. How was your week? My apologies. So, I want to say that I can finally say, you guys, that I will be working from home starting tomorrow. <laughs> Woo! You should insert some claps right there. So, go ahead and get that timestamp. <laughs> get that. But y'all, I bust my ass to start working from home again. Um, definitely the hospital stay was needed. Um, uh, the hospital bills, um, insurance cover majority of it. But of course, you know, yeah, you still got to come out of pocket. 
you know, uh, life is a scam. Let's be real here. Um, I'm just blessed to still be here. I'm blessed to be healthy. My urges of drinking has not been as strong as they were. Because like I said, last episode definitely was binging pretty much every day. Now it has definitely became down to the weekends and I just have my little sip of wine here and there and I'm fine. And I'm so proud of myself because I've been doing really, really good. Um, No more bad symptoms. Been hydrating really well. I'm eating good now. I feel like I'm eating too much. For some reason, I just feel like I'm craving a lot of shit. So I just be eating. Mandy, Mandy just be like, it's okay. Yeah, it do be sweets. I don't know. For some reason, I'm craving sweets. Once you, once you like, it's like you train off another addiction. Yeah. And that's why I was saying earlier. When I don't drink as much, like, that's why I got my candy. Yeah. Like, so like lately I've been eating Pop-Tarts. So it's the strawberry frosted and then the brown sugar and I toast them. Oh my God, it's so good. But I don't want to get too heavy on it. Me and Maddie was just talking about we about to go ahead and do a gym membership. Get back in the gym. Me, personally, I need someone on my ass. I need a, a gym partner. So if me and Maddie do it together again, that will work perfectly for me. Because I'm not just going to get off my ass and be like, come on, let's work out. Let's get tone. Let's get fit. No, that's not me. I had... I. Mm, I really need somebody yelling and be like, get the fuck up. Like, I need somebody. You could do this. You got it. I need that. I need you. Probably need your spit going everywhere at this point. Like, I can be that person. I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't mind working out with you. And um, I feel like I really just want to get my dream body now. I'll be 28 this year. So, like, it's about time that... You know, I just want a flat stomach, really. That's we've, it. We've never. I had want a flat my stomach, stomach built. I already got like a little fake six pack. Like that's all I see when I look in the mirror. I got a pooch. I, I needed to be built. Okay, I need. I need that definition. I need it to be seen. Like I want them packs poking. Me too, but I got a pooch. Look at it. And I had the audacity to go get a belly button ring, but I love my belly button ring. It's cute. Do how you feel. With a little pooch and all, somebody gonna love this fat fat, right? You gotta love it first. I do. Yeah. I do embrace so if, it. If you love it, then motherfuckers gonna love it as well. I just don't like that the fact it kind of favors spaghetti stomach. What the fuck is that? Okay, no shade to the mothers. I love y'all dearly. But you know, when they freshly had babies, sometimes their stomach look like loose noodles. Or crater. Just create yeah. creative stomach. And it and this is no shade to y'all because I don't know what it feels like to carry a baby. I do want to carry a baby. And clearly my fat ass already have the fucking stomach. So it's probably gonna be ten times worse if I ever carry a baby. Look, shout out to all to those strong mothers, my mother included. They carry the both of us with our big ass heads. I came or out more. I came out eight plus pounds. And motherfuckers so, split. Like, shout yeah. out to all the mothers. Like, the fact that I work in a hospital, I've been in labor and delivery, and I've heard those mothers screaming to the top of their lungs. And I'm like, bro, sew me right up. Granted, I don't ever see myself getting pregnant by a man. So, like, I don't want 
kids at all. I remember you said that that you'd be hearing them scream, and that scares me because all I keep they talking about like is the fact that I want a natural home birth, but I do. Water. I really do. Can't you just see me sp- sprawled out right here in a little inner tube pool? Girl, you're going to be doing the most because I already know you're a drama queen. And you're going to be like, oh, oh, I might shit oh, myself. Oh, Sorry, Mandy, Please, give me the drugs. Give me the drugs. I can see it happening now. But that's when we do breathing exercises. You really bring me back to a, a state of solitude. And I don't think you're going to I'm pretty sure it. I will. I know I can. I feel bad. I automatically feel bad for the father of my child. Don't even fucking look at me. Because Get the fuck out of the room. First of all, no, I will honestly, I will want him in the pool with me. To like, I want him to be able to know how to breathe with me and soothe me and like rub me in ways where it calms me down. So you, I've watched, I watch um home births. So you definitely you know, have to I'm get really you a gentleman. Yeah, a mm-hmm. gentleman. Yeah. Why you say it like that? No, I'm just saying. Just you gotta get you a gentleman. You yeah. probably gonna have to get you a nerd. That that don't. I mean, not, no, I'm not saying a that a nerd is a gentleman or like yeah. Other than Every a gentleman guy is has a nerd. Their soft but. side. It just is if it's all about the interaction with that woman and where they are in the space in their life and if they're willing to go there with that woman, like. You know, if it's that important, they want to change and shit like that. Because I already know, like, I don't know if I have expressed this on a podcast, but I naturally attract street niggas. Granted, when I was younger, I looked for it. I loved that. I don't know what it was. I think it was the adrenaline rush. I don't know. It's like at the same time, I was battling my head. Like, do I really want this? Because if this nigga hemmed up, they could come after me just because they know off the strength of, yeah, um, he fuck with her. So that's how you can hurt motherfuckers. Like, nigga, I don't got to kill you. I'm going to kill the motherfucker you love. Like, that's how shit happened in the streets. But for some reason, I always was just tr- chasing street niggas and got the same nigga over and over and over and over. Lessons. Yeah, we both going through the same shit. The way, in the same way that you attract street niggas, I attract emotionally unavailable women. You know, it's it's the way the game fucking goes, and we just gotta fucking learn from that shit. I know. I can't be misfixed all the fucking time. Granted, I do want to do that just because I'm very compassionate, wholeheartedly, and just like, you know, I care for a lot of people. But, you know, I got to care for myself at the end of the day. Most definitely. I'm more focused on that now, too. So what? You about to hop in the corner? I don't got the corner. Oh, no corner tonight? Well, no, we're going to hop into... um. I wrecked that? I wrecked that, yeah. Okay, you can start it off. So, guys, I've been heavy into... Like I'm going to say again, I've been in my dark days, but not really in my dark days, but I've been heavy into my rock, my hard rock lately. And whoo, thank God I came across from Evanescence, their recent album in 2021, The Bitter Truth. 
This is a song from them. It is called Better Without You. Once again, that was Better Without You by Evanescence. And I feel like lately my creative juices have been flowing. And I've just been like writing songs in my head, but then forgetting them. But it's just been flowing. Like I've just been like writing songs and then not even writing them, just singing them in my head. Mm. We need to write that down, sis. I do, or that I just need to record it whenever it comes to my like my mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you guys, I'm taking it back. Um, of course, you guys know I pretty much feel like I shout them out every fucking episode. The friend zone. Hey, friend. Hey. She put me on this. I honestly never heard of this group back in the day. This came out, what, 1996? That's what's showing on Apple Music. So this is Mr. M-I-S-T-A Blackberry Molasses. Don't think that I'm going crazy 
Once again, y'all, that was Blackberry Molasses by Mr. That's M-I-S-T-A. The next song I have is a song that I've required from TikTok. So, Shawty basically said that this song is great for manifestations. So, I'm going to play for you guys. This is What You Need by Ashley Sienna. Somebody I like He won't leave my side I claim that he's mine I don't get too much Miss my pretty portion up Hand it to my crush And now we just wait for the rush Make a little sense me With a little bit of secret energy Suddenly on top of me And you're breathing in so heavily I'll make you feel heavenly Just trust me You sleep, you wake up from vivid dreams. They're all staring me like I'm your favorite girl on screen. You're dizzy from the love, I'm your favorite drive. You can't control your thoughts because I'm breathing something. Make your life sense to me with a little bit of secret energy. Suddenly on top of me, you're breathing in so heavily. Once again, that is What You Need by Ashley Sienna, and specifically, it's supposed to be a manifestation of, like, your specific person or what have you, whoever the fuck you want to be laying next to you when you go to sleep at night. Okay, you guys, I'm about to take it back again. How do I... Let me see... If I can see what year. Okay. So this is 2001. I don't know if you guys. He was fine. But I don't know if you guys remember Glenn Lewis. And I mean Glenn as in double N's. And not a Y. It's G-L-E-N-N. But this is. What? It's fucking tired right now. Oh my gosh. Okay wait. I'm sorry. I gotta watch the live show. What? It's oh. Tired. Well, fuck what she's talking about. She's talking about the Super Bowl. I'm talking about Glenn Lewis, but I'm about to take y'all back all the way to 2001. This is Don't You Forget It by Glenn Lewis. Don't you forget it Trust you'll find your way, love 
Hope is what your heart is made of. And don't you forget it. Don't you forget your being home. From that little girl, hold on to your love. And don't you forget it. Don't you forget your being home. From that little girl, hold on to your love. From first when life was dark Understanding what it means to have God Nothing but your heavy, broken heart Memories what used to be Where change comes responsibility Don't forget where you are Ain't where you've been Life's lessons then Made you into woman, and don't you forget it? Don't you forget your way home for that little girl? Hold on to your love, and don't you forget. Once again, you guys, that was Don't You Forget It by Glenn Lewis. Lastly, I have up another TikTok song that I've acquired. Um, it's called Hey Mickey by Baby Tate. again that was hey mickey by baby tate now i'm about to take it back mandy this is to one of daddy's favorites and yes rest in love daddy we love you um yeah this one is for you I shall dedicate this one for you because this will forever be a banger. So this is B-U-D-D-Y by Music Soulchild. Child. <laughs> 
don't mean to bother. You, I just wanna get you to pause and slow your walk. So maybe we can talk and I can try to charm you. Just trying to find out who you are. I don't mean to come off like a telemarketer. I ain't no hood, no crook, no robber. I just want to part of your heart. I can borrow sometimes. And maybe I can call you up sometimes. And maybe I can take you out sometimes. So let's exchange digits and later arrange it. It's even your way for my yeah. It's a different type of commitment, yeah. I'm talking about a true friendship, yeah. Someone I can depend on and be down no matter what. Let me know if you win it, cause girl, it'll be flat. If you want my being, you can be in my Don't be shy, give it a try. I can be yours and you can be mine, girl. I can't lie, it'll be flat. If you want my being, you can be in my Don't be shy, give it a try. Disrespectful on my convo is a little bit too sexual, but damn, it's incredible. Be more flexible, cause the context of this text is special. But wait, let me explain it. A buddy is an equal beneficial arrangement. A buddy is a buddy that don't be complaining when his or her buddy ain't the buddy don't use sometimes. And maybe I can call you up And maybe I can take you out. So let's exchange Once again, y'all. That song was dedicated to our baby, our daddy. Rest in love. We love you. That was B-U-D-D-Y by Music So Child. Music be going off, girl. Yeah, he do be. And I need to know where he's at. What was the last verses? Were you home that time we watched the verses? No, I wasn't. I was at work. I forgot who he was against. That's fucking Alicia. Oh, oh no, damn. they busting right now, bro. I know they are. And we have um, more questions for you. I mean, more questions for us this episode. Ashley found a site on Teen Vogue. 168 questions to ask friends that are fun, personal, and deep. Okay, so we're going to choose from these. I'm going to start off first. So let's see. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> no, I already know the answer to that one. I know a lot of things. I feel like we know the answer to because we're sisters. But okay, I get. I think this is a good one. Um, who was the last person to make you cry and why? Um, the last person to make me cry was losing Eric. Oh yeah. So we lost our cousin. <sighs> When was that? In December. Of last year? Yeah, December 2022. Yeah. So that was the last person to make me cry. Um, We were super close to him. He was our cheer fairy. Like, I don't even know what to call him. Like, he just, yeah. The cousin that was a brother, he gave us a bunch of light. He was always here supporting us through everything, loving us hard, protected us. Um we love you so much. <sighs> Thinking about it is like very awkward to even talk to you in past tense. But we love you so much. Um and save us a spot right next to you when we get there. We love you like shit. 
And we know you flipped through those pearly gates. Period. Definitely flipped. I can't explain it all. Hmm. What should I ask you? Uh, hmm. This is a good one. Okay, I think I'm going to ask you this. What's your earliest childhood memory? Um, speaking from someone that childhood has been like slightly wiped from their memory just due to childhood trauma. Um, I would say my earliest childhood memory could possibly be me. Um, riding that bike. Oh my god. And breaking those Don't train wheels off. Oh, I thought you was about to take it back to Granddad Boot House. No, 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 no. no. Uh, ankle got caught. No, so I had got I had got my first bike. It had train wheels on it. I rolled that bitch, okay? No, y'all, she did. I rolled the fuck out the bitch. She was like and I broke the train wheels off and I just kept going. And that's how I taught myself that how to ride a bike. so fucking scary. Now I think about it, I will, I will never forget that little ass pink bike. And I remember how your trainer would say, <laughs> they both went up at the same time. And you were just balancing. I was like, how the fuck is she doing that? And it's her first time riding a bike. So yeah, that shit was epic. I won't forget that either. And I don't remember how old I was when we got our first bikes. We were young though. I remember that mm -hmm. because I remember Trey used to take me outside every day and force me to ride the fucking bike. And his bike was uncomfortable because he had that hard that seat. Bike. His seat was hard, but I yeah, loved his bike because his bike was fast. Faster than ours, but it was just like his seat was like uncomfortable. It was fun. up in your crotch. Like, ugh, didn't like it. My face. Oh no. Okay, let's see what I have for you. Mm. Oh no, that is a good question, but I ain't gonna ask you that. Not just yet. These are a lot of questions. Already know the answer. I got this shit uh plugged in. The whole time it's not charging because we got all that other shit plugged in. Dumbass. By the way, is your laptop charging? It don't look like it is. It's not, but this is, it's still saying this is charging, so. No, but we still need to make sure. Yeah, I'm gonna plug it up. If money was no object, what would you buy? I don't mean what? If money was no object, what would you buy? I'm kind of trying to figure out the gist of that question. So if money, I'm saying like, make sure it, I don't think it's plugged up in the wall. So if money was not an object, what? So how can I buy anything without money? That's the question. Oh, okay. So pretty much, let's just cancel money. Um, hmm. What would I buy? Mm. That is a hard question. That is a hard question. Oh, can you fix that curtain? I'm sorry. 
So if money wasn't an object, what would I buy? So you can't think materialistic. Yeah, I can't. Without, um, I deeper than that. Deeper, like, mental things. So without money, I would buy... This is more um that's not the word I'm looking for. It's not motivation. I have motivation. More discipline. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, if money wasn't an object, yeah, I definitely would buy more discipline. Um, because I can find myself sometimes falling off and not sticking to what I say I want to do. And then at times I procrastinate. Like, for example, I'm back in school now, but I've been on it. So I'm proud of myself. Um, I've been getting my work in. Thank you. I've been getting my work in uh, before the deadlines. I've mentally prepared like a schedule for myself along with me working full time. But yeah, I would say discipline. I really just want to be way more disciplined in every aspect of my life whereas it comes down to me being in school my business me working and my everyday life I don't want to procrastinate because I'm known to be a big procrastinator and I fucking hate that shit and I know it but I still do it that's what annoys me so yeah discipline I mean we learn that behavior from our mother I feel like with procrastination um, but I mean, a lot of people procrastinate. It just comes to the point where you're just like, look, I can't do this no more. I can't keep putting this off. I got to do X, Y, and Z because I'm not going to get anywhere if I'm going to keep sitting here and just letting it just, you know, ride out. So, I mean, yeah, procrastination is a bitch. Love that girl. But I hate her at the same time. And I only do it to myself. And we only do it to ourselves. Like we can't keep putting things off because we have to live in the moment, in the now. Because time is happening right now as we speak. And we have to like take charge, take action, and just go for what we need, what we know we need, and what we want. All right, let's see what I'm about to ask you. Okay. Um, I like this one. This is cute. When was the moment in your life you laughed the hardest? <laughs> oh, I don't, I actually don't really know the answer to that question. Um, so like, I would have to have like, you know, laughed, cry piss myself type of situation so i don't know my childhood laugh memory was when you had the stocking cap over your eyes and I was that was ass. that was traumatic, was traumatic. that's traumatic but it was but for some reason you come into the door that it, it gave me some that was probably for you not for me i was just yeah. there i was just there and just crying. just waking up okay Mind you, I was just waking up. So I was just looking very disheveled. 
But for you, you was probably like trying to hold in your laughter while whilst you was about to get your ass beat. I wanted you to leave so bad. And daddy was so mad that I was like on the verge of cracking the fuck up. He was pissed. But I'm like He's like, bitch, you don't take me seriously? She would you would not get the fuck away from the door. You was just looking from the bottom of the stopping cap and I'm like, hey mo, <laughs> get the fuck. Oh my god, I don't I remember god. that shit vividly. That shit was so No, funny. I remember you that. Just like, but I don't know why I don't know. I don't have an answer to that question because I don't mm. Like when did I ever cry laugh? I don't know. We laugh about a lot of shit. We do. Maybe we do. maybe when I was high in high school or something like that. I don't know. Okay. Now sure time. That's all I can say. Okay, let me find your question. Ew. What's the luckiest thing that's ever happened to you? First of all, I don't believe in luck. I believe in blessings. So if I want to answer this question, what is the biggest blessing I've had is, um, it's so weird to say, but catching the DUI. Because that definitely changed my life. Um, it made me do a complete 360. It woke me the fuck up. Um, as I've said in the past episodes, you you all know that I'm battling depression. I go through the motions of everything. It's been like this since I was a kid. But um, when we lost our father, it was way more deep and I was binging drinking and just wilding out called DUI had to go through that whole motion all that shit that shit was dumb as fuck but it was the lowest part of my life but at the same time it was the most positive part of my life because it turned my life around and it made me look at life a different way because I could have honestly killed myself that night or kill somebody else. And that's something I had to live with for the rest of my life. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would honestly say that was the, well, hold on, wait, what was the question again? Let me see. What's the luckiest thing that's ever happened to you? Yeah, that was the biggest blessing. Unfortunately, because I'm not saying that's a good thing. Please do not drive under influence. Um, but that was one thing that definitely, yeah, it woke me up. Yeah, and I'm not going to let her go into this by herself because, of course, yes, I I battle with my um addiction issues as well. Yes, I love my alcohol. I do, I do, and that comes with. You know, that comes through our lineage. Um, It's been passed on to us. But I feel that we'll be the ones that's going to break that curse on our family type shit. I got a good one for you. 
What's your survival plan during a zombie apocalypse? Oh, my survival plan. Okay, so I'm a. I watched um The Walking Dead. I watched um Zombie Land, which I love. I love Zombie Land. Um, my plan is to make sure that I have a katana sword. Um, that I'm stocked. What does that mean? A katana sword? J a sword, like a a sword, like oh, sharp ass sword. sword. It's a katana sword. Yeah. Is that like something that killed dinosaurs? What? No. <laughs> no, it's it's just definitely just called a katana sword. Just just katana sword. Google it. Sharp joint. Okay. Like I'm chopping bitches' heads off. Like it's giving me Sean. Like Michonne. Michonne. She's from The Walking Michonne, Dead. The, the, the. No, the Walking Dead. Oh, no, not yes. her. No, she was. You know I was talking about. Yeah, <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> I don't know how to say, how her, last say her last name. But um, no, it's given the the girl from um the recent Black Panther movie, the bowhead one. Oh, the lead that they try to cancel off. Angela tried to cancel off. I think so because she lost the daughter. Her. Yeah, 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 yes, her, yes, her, and she had dreads. Oh, not okay. Don't cancel me. She had locks. Okay, locks. We're calling it locks now. I don't say locks. It has it's locks now because dreads. That's like a derogatory term really? right now. Yeah. Oh wow. So you know we we got to keep up with the times. Um. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm getting me a katana sword. I'm making sure that I have my 64 ounce water bottle. And make sure I have what? some clean water to drink. Okay. Because you survive off of water okay. as opposed to food. Um. Damn. What else is with my plan? Um. Yeah, making sure that I have an escape route. What can you do to distract the zombies? I don't. You can't. Cause they love. Oh no no no. Um. Oh, so from my Walking Dead experience. You can distract them so with we're just, noise. We're going off of just bing, bing, bing. the walking dead. We got to go off of like zombie shows and movies because they telling us what the fuck is supposed to come. Like, hello. 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 Okay. Okay. So I guess that's okay. What else do I have in store for my zombie plan? Oh, make sure I have a first aid kit. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You got to have some ointment, some peroxide, alcohol. And also... Not and alcohol as in drinking alcohol. alcohol. Rubbing alcohol. First yeah, first aid alcohol. But also, like, damn. A bitch need to have her pilot license at that point. Because sometimes you're going to have to just, you know, fly a plane about this bitch. Maybe. But we'll see. Maybe. No. that That's got to be a requirement, too. I'm going to have to get my pilot license. Okay. Oh, she asked me another question. I love these questions. They're interesting, aren't they? You about to ask me a difficult one? No. Sage, can you stop licking yourself? The audience does not want to hear it. Huh? No. 
Okay, so which decade, in your opinion, had the best fashion trends? Uh, I kind of want to give it to the early 2000s. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It was ugly. It was ugly. The fat shirts, but it's epic. Like, how the fuck? But then, at the same time, you got to think about it. What was it? The the 90s? Because I was born, yeah, I was born in ninety. Oh, oh, you was going to take my great apple like your son just Maybe took my great did. apple. He did steal that drink. I'm no. sure I had to have a moment with him. Yeah, girl, I had to have a moment with him. He took my green apple and lied to me about it. We had the whole bag, actually. And it's your little, uh, my fruit snacks. Yeah, they ain't nice. See? I fucking knew it. See? I fucking knew it. That was from last week. Oh, that was from last week. Y'all, we catching all this. The real deal, holy field. I'm like, I know I brought that in from the Uber. I was like, I know I'm not tripping. Because I wasn't turned or anything. I was like, I was completely sober coming to work. Look, the whole time Alicia knew it, and she over here laughing. No, I didn't know it was. I thought he had got the room by the yeah, I didn't know. Oh. So I had took them. How did I get that shit? Where is it? I need my Girl, shit back. Hey, no, they, they, he bought them down. Oh, that's Girl, he plotted on my Jolly Rancher earlier, okay? Yeah, that's a oh, Jolly... I was oh, no. mad, okay? He couldn't come down here and get no water. Because I was that mad. Don't worry. All right, though. You want to say hi real quick to the people? I'm gonna let you say hi. Come here. Okay. Say hi. Hi. And say we love you. Go ahead. Go ahead. <coughs> Why you don't want to say it? What do you want to say? Yeah. What you want to say? Go ahead. Matches. Mhm. It's for our podcast. Go ahead. Love you. You love me? What you want to say to the people? You want to say something? Because you love to talk. I had a headphone, so he put it in Do you want to tell them how you stole my green apple Jolly Ranch? <laughs> <laughs> But I forgot. What was the question? I absolutely forgot. <laughs> Absolutely forgot the question. We're back, y'all. We're back in full effect. But what did you ask? I said, which decade, in your opinion, had the best Oh, it was the 2000s. You said the early With Soldier Boy with the fat yeah, shirts. Definitely. Because you don't cry out the podcast. It's her with the step on for me. This the real deal holy field. We need 
Yeah. Y'all, this is us. This is us. This is family. It's love. It's love. I gotta pee. So now it's my turn. So what does your name mean and why was it given to you? Um, my name means to be loved. Um, I don't necessarily know why it was given to me, but like for majority of my childhood, I didn't really like my name because I was getting bullied. They were saying like a man, duh, but like all the Amandas go through that. I've seen that on TikTok and I'm just like, oh, okay, bet. And like Amandas unite then. We some strong ass bitches. Okay. But I honestly don't know why the name was given to me. I guess it was just another A name that my mom had wanted to give me. It's Amanda and Ashley. A mm -hmm. basic ass names, but very rich ass names in those names as well. We are rich. We are rich. We're rich right yeah. now. I'm rich as fuck. I say this shit every day. I'm rich as fuck. But um yeah. Um at the bottom of the line, my name means to be loved. And for so long, I've been in situations where I feel like I'm not loved in the way that I'm supposed to be loved. Or I'll give too much love to people that don't deserve my love. You know, or it's not like an equal give and take of love, if you get what I'm saying. But yeah, you know, I am Amanda Pierce. No middle name. Just Amanda Pierce. And I am great. I am loved. I am cared for. I am wealthy. I'm very compassionate. And I just want to see the best for people. I'm very optimistic about life. So. Okay. Damn. I be dropping some gems, don't we? We was clocking. No, no we, we knocked the fucking shit together and all that. Hope y'all didn't hear that. So now Mandy is looking for a good question for me. Oh my God. Her face. Okay. I got one. I like to put my little sexy voice though. Put my little, little tone voice. Um, If you choose to get married one day, what would your dream proposal scenario be? Um, That's a heavy question. I don't think, I know you keep asking me all these heavy questions. I don't think I have a dream proposal. <sighs> because growing up, I always wanted to get married. Um, As I've gotten older, all my experience with all my experiences with guys, it has kind of led me towards like, do I really want a marriage? And then after us losing our father, seeing how him and my mother was so connected just off of like finances and debt, it was like, oh my God, you got to take on somebody else. Dad, it's a lot of things, whether you love them or not, it's just like, damn, it could possibly be putting me in the hole if I'm not where... I need to be financially at this moment in my life. Granny, you still love the person, of course, but it's just like, damn. damn it falls on me. Like, it's like, just because I love somebody, their debt falls on me. 
first of all, they're not here no more, so why do they even have that? Oh, That's how I look at it. Be fucking for real. Yeah, like, I feel like if anyone goes on to the next life, next chapter, their debt should just automatically just be gone. That does not make sense that it falls on other people. I get it that you have to be paid. I get it that people have to be paid, but when you think about it, it does not make sense. They're passed away. How are they painted that? And how are you throwing that on somebody else just because of a title? Because they're married. But okay. That's a story for another day. I know, right? It's a contract. And I think that's what scares me um, away from marriage. That was your main question, right? Like, how do I feel about marriage, pretty much? No, um... If you choose to get married one day, what would your dream proposal scenario be? If I get married, I honestly would want him to be like my best friend first. I would want us to be super close. We have an understanding. I don't have to have no big shit for a motherfucker to... um. Proposing me, yeah. It really don't have to be no big shit. Just as long as you move respectfully, you know, ask my mother for, you know, a hand in marriage, all that. Like, I'm cool. It don't have to be no extravagant shit. Now, will I love it if I was presented that? Yes, but uh, it's sad because I really don't we have look forward. For yeah, I do. Because I do, I really do. It's, it's like, like I really don't look forward to it because I have so many bad experiences with guys. It's just like I know how to take something if it's there, but it's just like, am I expecting it? No, yeah. I'm not expecting it, and it's sad because I wish I could expect that shit, but I don't. But I know that I keep attracting the same type of men. So then I have to look at myself in the same token. Just like, okay, what are you doing for you to attract these same type of men? Yeah. So I look at myself too. But um, I would appreciate any proposal. Like, I'm not one of them motherfuckers that be geeking off no big ass ring. First of all, I don't want to walk around with no big ass ring. I don't want to give anybody a reason to rob me. And I personally, I'm not really big on jewelry. Like, it's some cute little stuff here and there. But I don't want no big-ass ring on my finger. Yeah, I don't. Just be like, oh, I want the princess cut. Yeah, I don't even know what the fuck that is. I don't care. I don't, don't I've heard to, of it, but I don't know what a princess cut look like. You don't have to give me a ring at all. It's, you really don't. You can just propose to me and be like, okay, do you want to get married? We have an understanding. Thank you. We have an understanding. Materialistic shit ain't shit. Like, that shit don't mean nothing to me. Bitches really be pressed over rings. And I'll just be saying, like, that shit can't go with you, bro. Like, that shit don't mean shit. It's a lot of people's fairy tales of them being, like, having their prince charming and shit like that. Them getting proposed to having this extravagant wedding. That's never been in my mind. It was when I was a kid, but now as I've gotten older and I'm understanding everything, yeah, it's not there no more. It's more like, I just want us to have an understanding. We know we stand with each other. We love each other. And that's it. You don't even have to buy me a ring. 
even if me and you just said we was married, we married. Like that's how I look at it. Like you just be fake married. Fuck that. Thank you. We're fake married because maybe I don't. I'm not trying to go through all them documents, shit like that. I mean, granted, that is mine. I probably will change my name to yours just because I am that type of person. Hyphenated. Not hyphenated. I would just change I'm probably gonna do hyphenated. But um. Yeah, it's it's that's the whole lot. That's that's so some lot. real adulting things. Adulting things. And this is already adulting just living alone, having your own shit. This adulting alone. Paying so just imagine being stuck with the motherfucker. And that sucks to say stuck if you don't really love that person the way that you should be loving that person or in the way that they should be loving you. It's not getting stuck. It shouldn't be stuck. It should just be like we're a unit. I say stuck because I'm very irritable and I get irritated quickly. But if it's the right guy, they don't irritate me as much. Like, Demetrius, love you, sleep in love. Like, we used to irritate each other, but it wasn't to the point like, I'm just like, I don't ever want to talk to this nigga ever again. It never got to that, even when we fell out. And then we'd come right back. It was that easy. He made me that comfortable. I like shit like that, where you make me that comfortable. When it started to get to the point where you're just like super fucking irritating, and it's like, ugh, you're not growing at all. That's what irritates me. And I just be like, okay, time to just get the fuck on. Because you're doing too much. I can't say my motherfuckers do too much. It's my uh, time to ask you one. Yes. Hmm. Let's see. Give me a good one. Oh, Think on one. it. Scroll a little bit. No, this one is good. Damn, these both are two good ones. So I think I might hold the other one for later. Okay. What's the most love you ever felt? Oh, that's easy. Um, From my goddaughter. I would say that. From my goddaughter, Milan. The easy route. No, that's not the easy route. Milan, Javon. Um... Middleton. Middleton. Yes. Milan, Javon, Middleton. Um, I would say I've received the most love from her just because, like, since birth, of course, she gave me a hard time. And, of course, she was just, like, such a crybaby. But, granted, that is my name. My pseudonym. My persona. I am crybaby. But, um, from the beginning, she's always just loved me, like, unconditionally. She always just hugged me and just, you know, just felt on me, like, in a loving way. Looked at me like she was just like, like I was another mom to her. And I love her. The f- I love her for that because 
She basically just showed me that I was seen and that I was loved too as well. Of course, she would get on my nerves most of the time, grabbing all my fat rolls that I really hate. <laughs> but like she showcased that as just like something that she loved the most. And I was just like, okay, if you love my fat, then I love it too. So like... Oh, and then just the way that she looks at me, too, as well. I feel loved by my goddaughter. I do. Shout out to you, Meeks. Even though you didn't pick up my phone call the other night. Baby Meeks, we love you. Okay, let me give you your question. Ooh, that's deep. Okay, no. You keep wanting to give me the... No, I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm try Ooh, that was a good question. That was a good one. I mean, if you want to ask it, ask it. I'm going to just have to figure out an answer. It's real deep. Give me a sec, guys. I am scrolling through these questions, and I'm trying to find a good one to ask Ashley. Ooh, what's a tough experience that you learned and grew from? That's a good question. It's a lot of things. I know it's a lot of things. It's the DUI. It's the attempting to commit suicide. You gotta say on the live. You said what? I said you have to say on the live. I have to say on the live. On the live. That's the umbrella term of trying like to commit the, suicide that's, that's the censor term on a live who the fuck started that tiktok well tiktok started a lot of things but i don't talk like that i'm just straightforward um i have made it aware that i have tried to commit suicide in the past that was probably around was it 2013? So this was when we started. It was after I got out of when I, like, after I graduated. So I'm thinking, like, 2013, I attempted, um, still here, thank God, my DUI that was in, I feel like 2014. So I think that came after I attempted suicide, I believe. But they both taught me valuable lessons. I'm definitely put here for a reason. I am a walking testimony. I know there are people out here that are going through things way worse than what I'm going through. I am... Honestly, I can say that I'm blessed. I have a roof on my head. I have food to eat. I can bathe. I can do all of that. Um, I just can't wait till I'm financially in a position where I can put other people that don't have that opportunity to live the life that I'm living. Even though I feel like I'm struggling, 
but to be able to help someone else. I just want to be in that financial position where I can put other people on their feet and speak life into everyone else because I'm all about positivity and just feeding positivity into people. And paying it forward. Yeah. That's basically what it is. I definitely want to give back. Like, that is my big goal. Me too. With everything. Because I know how I felt growing up. And it's always been a struggle. But I've always been blessed. And we all have been blessed. Because honestly, just waking up to see another 24, that's a blessing in itself. But... I know it's people out here that they're really like sleeping on the streets, freezing, really don't have nowhere to go. And that shit is crazy. Yeah, we have shelters, but you go on shelters, God forbid you can get raped, all that murder. It's just a bunch of dumb shit that's going on right now. So I want to be able to get back to my community when I'm in that space financially where I can do that. That's the first thing I want to do. Did I answer the question? Um, or I need some more. The question was, what's the tough experience that you learned and grew from? But you did. Yeah. I really grew from both of them experiences. Because I realized I need to stop being a dumbass little kid, grow the fuck up, stop drinking and driving. Because not only am I jeopardizing my life, I'm jeopardizing other people's lives. Because my friends used to get in the car with me, granted my sister too. Um, and then at the same time, other people on the road, I'm jeopardizing their lives. And then that can be a domino effect and affect their family if I would have hurt them. So, a lot of shit that I went through when I was younger, and I'm only 29, that shit sound wild, but I was lunching out when I was like, started at 16 years old, once I lost my father, shit hit the fan. It was like, fuck this, fuck life, I'm gonna do what the fuck I wanna do. So, I'm glad that God really... um I'm trying to find my words, but, um, yeah, like really just swept me up and woke me up the best way he could. I feel a lot of the things I went through, even if they stressed me out at the moment, I had to get through it so I could be a better person. And I feel that's why I'm more chill now. I don't like to do a bunch of wild shit the way I used to. Because I used to be very impulsive. That's the word I'm looking for, right? You just act. Before thinking. I was very impulsive and just used to do a a lot of wild shit. I didn't give a fuck at all. I really didn't. Um, I'm glad I do care now, though. Because back then, I did not care. I was not thinking about nothing. I was just more focused on, I'm hurting and no one's here for me. Granted, I had a whole village. But for some reason, mentally, I was stuck in a state of no one's here for me. But I get it now. I'm older now. So, yeah.
those are the things that woke me the fuck up. My question now. I mean, no, you gotta ask me my question. But, like, understood, though, as well for me. Um, our father passing was very hard. And when I look back on it now, I don't realize, like, how bad it it was for me. And I started, like, abusing drugs at a young age. Yes, I did. I mean... Probably like two more. Each. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, life just hits you the way that it hits you. And then you just have to roll with the punches. And I feel like that's what we did as, like, sisters. We were, we always kept our bond. Even if we, like, had disagreements and shit like that. Lord, she's snoring like a bitch. Um, but we, we got into, like, multiple fights, yes. Not, like, fist fights, yeah. We probably had, like, a little slap round one one time oh. over some chicken. Yes, we did. <laughs> but... Oh, and then the, that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. House, and then, the other and then recently there. here, yeah. When I... You could When I did put... When I did put my hands on her... Because I was mentally, I feel like I was going through some things. And then, you know, I feel like I was just pushed to the edge. I'm not trying to blame it on her. But, you know, I could have showed some restraint. And I could have just, like, been like, all right, I'm just walk off. But, you know, the shit that I was going through, you know, I was just dealing with boundary issues, shit like that. Um, just speaking up for myself, stuff like that. I shouldn't have never taken out with my sister, but I, I did. And I do regret that because, you know. You regretted that in the days. I did. I did because, bitch, you was fucking bros the fuck up. You pushed me hard as shit. I did push you hard and as I shit. And I hated it too. And because in that moment, the way I felt. Once you did that, I felt that I'm like, okay, she's getting out her anger. And this is what I've been pushing her to do and express it. Not in that way, but in that moment, I knew it just took you there because it's been bottled up. So I was so glad that I was able to be way more patient in that moment and not retaliate because that could have turned into some detrimental as shit when I think about it because we was like right here as sharp as cabinets that's all I keep thinking about I remember when you pushed me and how far back I went and how hard I hit the floor and I'm like what if I would have fucking knocked my head on the corner of the counter like it was just a little shit and or if we kept going because it was nobody here to stop anything mm -hmm. so if we would have fought. We would have just been fighting. And no one was here to stop that shit. That was the sad part. But I'm so glad because 
it lets you know that God is here and he's always here. He's the right word I'm looking for is omnipresent. That means everywhere, right? I don't know about that. I haven't heard that word before. Omnipresent. I'm about to Google it to make sure. Because that means, yes. Mm -hmm. So God is omnipresent. And in that moment, he was definitely here and he was watching over us. And I'm just so glad that that night I chose to not be belligerent and allow the liquor to take me to a whole nother level and just be like, you got it. Yeah, basically not to engage. Yeah. And I'm so glad that I didn't engage. Me too. Because that shit was dumb. I don't remember what it was about. It just was more like, I think I started irritating you and because things you already was like angry and the shit was building up. And then I was just taking you there and you was like, get the fuck out of my face. And it just like, boom, and you just exploded. Yeah, because you got, you just like exploded on me. And I was just like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on right now? And then I was just like, fuck this. I'm tired of this. I'm going to just go Super Saiyan, basically. But I'm very glad that it didn't end out into like some tragedy. That can end up on the fucking news. Because shit like that really happens. Not for real, it does. Like, like you said, like, your head could have hit the corner of the fucking um, island. And then you could have been, you know, gone right then and there. And then I would just be sitting there like, what the fuck? I'm lit. And I'm going to have to call 911 and be like... You know, she's gone. Like, what? How do we, we talk about real shit in this podcast. Like, we really do. Y'all got to bear with us. Y'all, I'm trying to figure out a good question. I'm about to ask Mandy. Um, let's see. Oh, my God. I got to go to the bathroom again. What the hell? Um, let's see. Um, let's see. This has been a wild ride tonight, basically, I will say. Okay, uh... Okay, I'm going to ask you this one. If you had to describe yourself in only three words, what would you choose? What words do you think your friends would choose to describe you? Oh, shit. Okay, for three words that I would describe myself as um, compassionate, optimistic, and loving. Um, my friends will probably describe me as bitchy, um, sarcastic, and, um, loving. Because I am a loving person. I think my friends see me as a loving person. Do you agree? 
Um, you are, but when you want to be, you have your moments. So, you know, like, because that's how I feel with mommy, because you and mommy like the same person to me. So when y'all start to get in y'all lovey-dovey moment. It throws you off. Yeah, it feels awkward for me. And I just be like, these motherfuckers don't never be like this. So what's going on? What the fuck is this? I'm getting plotted on or some shit. But I know y'all love me. But no, you are a loving person. You just have your way of showing it. I know you're very um, closed off. You pick and choose when you want to be vulnerable. And I understand that. But I know it's easier said because you're my sister. So I've known you since you were born. So that shit makes it way easier. Now, if you was a random bitch on the street, I would not fuck with you. Me and Mandy say this all the time. We only fuck with each other because we're sisters. Because other than that, we honestly probably would not be friends if we weren't related. And we say this all the time, not saying it in the sense of we're bad individuals. It's just how our personalities clash. But with us being sisters, it's so much easier to get along because we know we're sisters. So it's like, girl, you my motherfucking blood. Like, these motherfuckers got you fucked up. Like, that shit be real. At the end of the day, I'm going to go round for round for your ass. Like, that shit be real. Like, damn. That shit do be real when you have siblings. And that's the only reason why. It depends. On the siblings? Yeah, it does. Because some siblings are petty as fuck. All right. What you want to ask me? Okay. How many more? Um, Sage is over there snoring, living her best life. I don't know if y'all can hear her, but baby girl going for it. Sage. Look, and then she automatically y'all woke up and put her little head up. She be fake sleeping and fake snoring because she just want to be her girl. Bye. Good night, sis. Look, they put her head right back down. Girl. Give me a good one. Oh, God. You probably about to give me a difficult one. Don't give me a difficult one. Because you've been giving me difficult ones. That was a difficult one. It was. What was it? How, oh, okay, how many more we doing? I gave you one. So I do another, another one. one after this. So you give me this one and then you do another one. Okay. And then I do another one. When you can't sleep, what keeps you up at night? Damn heavy i really don't know what keeps me up at night i randomly wake up now i've realized as i've gotten older and y'all i'm not what people would say they would consider 29 not being older but i feel like i've lived so much in high school i feel i don't even know what the fucking 40s feel like but i feel like i'm there i feel like i'm grandma status i love being home um, 
I really don't like doing much. I just like chilling. But what would keep me up at night, if anything, is just being stuck in my head. Yeah, worrying. Yeah. It, it just can be those random nights. Now, if I'm, like, super exhausted, I can go smack to sleep and I'm not thinking about nothing. But if I'm just laying there and I'm just in my head and it's just a million things going a mile a minute, yeah, that will keep me up. And I toss and turn and I try to force myself to sleep. I hate forcing myself to sleep. It sucks. Don't feel good. Will I do it? Yes, but... It sucks trying to force yourself to sleep. I really don't like the feeling. Mm. I mean, it is what it is, though. It ain't shit I can do about it. I just be up now, and I get up super early. I can even set my alarm, but my body wakes me up before the alarm, which is weird. And I used to wake up at like 4 o'clock. On the dot recently, and I stopped doing that finally. Now I'm back to my regular time is like 9 30, 9 a.m., 8 o'clock ish. So I love that for me. All right, this is my last question for Mandy. Let's see. Let's see what she has in store for the good. What do you do when no one else is around? Masturbate. I knew he was going to say that. Because that's what I do too. That was an easy question. That was. Give me, you got to give me something else. Okay, okay. You, okay. you got to give me a bonus question for that. Alright. When I'm feeling in the mood to masturbate. Like when my libido is actually high. And I can't do it sometimes because I'm just like, I'm not well, feeling yeah, it. Sometimes. Like when I'm doing it sometimes, I'm just like, ew, it's not working. Cer- a certain person, I just be like, mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. It sounds like she's coming into something good. Okay, you just won $10,000. What are you going to do with the money? I feel like you asked me a question like this before. So $10,000, of course, first off, I'm going to like pay mortgage. Then I'm going to invest in real estate. Um, Probably, like I say, I'm going to make a franchise with McDonald's. Do my franchise with McDonald's or Chick-fil-A. Because Chick-fil-A really be making that bread. They're only open on Sundays, so that's us. They're not open on Sundays. I just said that. You said, they're, said they're not open on Sundays. It sounds like you said they're only open on Sundays. Oh, I probably could have. My bad. But um, yeah, definitely real estate. Um, paying off the mortgage. Some some of the mortgage, probably like five k mortgage. I'm gonna do half of that. Um, probably go to the casino too as well. Maybe spend like a good cool thousand in that joint. See what I can get back off of that. Um, invest in real estate. Oh, franchisee. That joint starts at like 10 K. So that is all the money right there. So I can't even do a franchisee. Um, 
Oh, pay it forward, mostly. Definitely. Pay it forward a lot. All right, so so now I honestly owe you like two more questions. Yep. Fuck. If you were president, what's the first thing you would work to change in this country? I'm, first of all, I'm not even into politics. Me neither. Um. But like, what would you for like, what would help you out in general? First of all, it's the whole thing about the abortion shit. We canceling that because then they pass that bill. Of the fact that women can't overturn it again. Roe v. Versus Wade. I think they was trying to overturn it. Because I'm about to say, I don't keep up with the shit because the news get me very upset. Um, But to everyone that's listening, I don't pay attention to the news. But I do remember on the fact that they were trying to ban women getting abortions. First of all, how can you tell us what to do with our bodies? And you don't even know how I ended up getting pregnant. I could have been raped. Anything like shit like that. First of all, how are you going to tell me what to do the fuck I want to do with my body? That don't even make sense. Men don't give a shit. Well, okay, I'm not going to speak for all men, but a lot of you men in power don't be giving a shit. White men specifically. And we're not saying in a sense of it's okay to kill the kids. But you have to think about mental health at the same time. Because some women not just pregnant because they want to be pregnant. Things happen. Women get raped. Like, can we be real here? Um, So you... Taking that right away from women to actually have an abortion. Um, that's kind of weird. And then women can be sick too. And they can't even like carry full term. Mm-hmm. So. All this shit is dumb. You, first of all, you can't even tell me what the fuck to do with my body. And then at the same time, you putting this law in place. That's just going to make women just like. Go underground. And yeah. Like, or like throw themselves down shit. the steps and shit like that. And that's unhealthy. So like, it's like, what the fuck? The, the host, basically. They are, we are the host. You motherfuckers are not thinking. So I would definitely change that. It was two things, right? So if you were president, what would you? Oh, that's the biggest the thing you would. Oh, that's the change? biggest thing right now. Okay, last question is, if you had to live in another time period, what would you choose? I'm giving you hard questions. You wouldn't give me hard questions. You're just being soft on me. Um, I would live in the uh, time of, um, what was it? The hippie joint. Yes! Yes, that's what I was waiting for. The 70s. St- uh, what is it called? Stock. No, not Stockholm. Not Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> no, not Stockholm. But, it um, was um, it was the hippie moment. Damn, I know it. It started with an S. It does start with an S. Look it up. 
But I would live in that time. I would too. Because I just want to be around all that energy. It was not Stockfest. No. What did you Google? 1970s. I don't think she did the right thing, y'all. No, I'm probably about to find it before you. Serious? It's not that serious. Woodstock. Yes, Woodstock. I, think I would love to live in that moment. We probably did. In the past life. That's why I feel so connected with that music. Oh. And that, that whole vibe era situation. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry the damn dog snoring. But yes, definitely would live through... Um, Woodstock had my flare pants because a bitch beat one What the fuck is my shit? I mean, if we could travel back in time right now, I would definitely like dress up be like that. I'm right here at Woodstock. It's lit. Probably about to do some shrooms with a few couple of folks. We're going to live life. It's going to be cool. But, you know, we're, I think we're coming to the end of this episode. It's a, it's a long one. This is a nice, lengthy episode. So, we gave you guys some good content, I believe. On this Despite good Sunday Super Bowl night. Despite all the chaos in the background. But this is us. This is real. This is trill. This is talking about. This is wrong. And we're going to leave most of that shit in, you know, basically. Um, so I'm going to tell you how you can find me. I am at Mandy No Names on Twitter and Instagram. That is M-A-N-D-Y-N-O-N-A-M-E-S. And you can find us on Twitter at The Gets, T-H-E-G-H-E-T-T-Z. You can find us on Instagram at two, the number two, the gets we go. And that is number two, T-H-E-G-H-E-T-T-Z-W-E-G-O. And that is also our Gmail. That is to the gets we go at gmail.com. And you can find me at Ass on Instagram and Twitter at B-O-U-T-I-F-U-L-Z-A-A-S. Also, I am on Facebook, but I'm at Blue's Ass. So just take out the to full part. So it's just B-O-U-Z-A-S. If you want to follow me on Facebook. Love you, motherfuckers. Slide in the DMs. Peace. What did you say? Please leave a match. I'll get back with you later.